locally, with family and friends, House of Destiny International Ministries presents Senior Pastor Dr. Larry Manley with today's message of a spiritually vibrant connection with God. We hope that you enjoy the viewing. of power, the shifting of power, or the shifting of the power. You don't get a word from what somebody else is saying. You get a word to give God's people when you sit in the magnificent comfort of God and wait for God to speak not only to you, but through you. The word of God says here in the book of 1 Kings 19.19. It says, So he departed thence and found Elijah, the son of Shephet, who was plowing with twelve yoke of oxen before him. And he was, and he was with the twelve. And Elijah passed by him and cast his mantle upon him. Understand that God is saying that we, or to take heed to his word, and that we are not only to take heed to his word, but to also allow God's word to challenge us. Understand? When God's word does not challenge us spiritually, then God's word does not reach the point where it needs to reach inside of us. We must be born again before we can even see the kingdom. And in order to enter into this kingdom, we must be born water, first the natural, and then spirit, then the spirit. First the natural, the Bible says. You gotta be born by way of water, water birth. Then, you got to be born again through the Spirit, okay? Now, when God said, let us make man, God took the Elohims, the seven spirits that makes up his perfect spirit around the throne. They call them Elohims. He spoke it and he said, let us make man in our image, and in our likeness, which is spiritual and eternal. 
He placed a strand of his DNA in us. The God DNA. And that's how we became made in his likeness and in his image. And he took this strand of DNA and he placed it within man's DNA. And man was made as a God-man. And he was also made to be upgraded. Somebody say, I need to be upgraded. You see, you, you, you see, God never meant for us to remain the same and on the same level. You see, we, we, we're growing from faith to faith to glory to glory, from one dimension to the other dimension. God help me get this word across today because it's too deep for me. But I'm going to do the best that I can through the Holy Spirit to bring to you what God's word would have you to understand about yourself today. You see, there's an upgrade coming for you. Some of you have already witnessed it, chairman. That's just the beginning, you see. But the upgrade that's coming is one that's so magnificent that it's going to take you out of the area of your problem. See, 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 that's what's hurting us right there. We too caught up on our problems. See, God got an upgrade for you. But we so caught up. You see, you see, it's like a computer. It was a Windows 7, but it's been upgraded to a Windows 8. You see, before you were saved, you was a Windows 98. You got saved, and he upgraded you to a Windows 2000. And as you grew in God... You came on and you came on into the XP computer, Windows XP, and then you came into the Windows Vista, and then you came into the Windows uh, 7, and then you came into the Windows 8. You see, it, faith to faith, glory to glory. You see, I'm dealing with you on terms that you can understand, but I'm really hitting you in your spirit about what God is doing in your life. In your life. You see somebody say it's about me. It's about me. Yeah it is about you. Don't you ever let somebody tell you. That it ain't about you. Oh yes it is. Because you'll be the one who either going to heaven or hell. Oh yes it is about you. Oh yes it is about you. The Bible says, let every man. Work out his own salvation with fear and trouble. Oh yes it is about you. And don't you ever let nobody talk you out of that. Because if it ain't about you, then who else is it about? Somebody say, I need to be upgraded. God got an upgrade coming for you. There's a shifting of the power that's coming. A shifting of the power. And in this shifting of the power, God is going to do and is doing a new thing in us. That's why at the beginning of the year we say, what does love require of me? Because God had a new thing that he was going to do. So when I meditate on this word, and I see what God is doing in the unseen areas, 
Because I'm not interested in what I see. I'm only interested in what I don't see because that's where God is. Is in what I don't see. Just like the other day, the other night, I'm sitting in my chair and I'm saying, Brenda, I feel that they, we're reaching. I feel something. I feel somebody. And a few minutes later, a call came from somewhere up in Virginia where they're watching the program and stuff. You know what I'm saying? You know, you, you, you see, see, God is doing a great thing. And then God says, okay, now this is what I want you to do next. You see? So now we, we, we're fixing to take this thing to a, a whole different realm. You see, this ministry is already on four televisions plus one satellite that's reaching around the world. You see, this is what God is doing as we speak. It's not by our power. It's certainly not by our might. So it's got to be by God. Spirit. It's got to be. And if God be for us, and if God be for me, somebody say me, me. then what man can be against you? Amen. Tell me. Who in here can defy the living God? That's God's property. You God's property. I'm God's property. It's all about God in us. And God being in us makes it all about me. What am I going to do with God that's been placed in me? Here's what we're going to do. Here's Elijah. Elijah just had come out the cave. Elijah just had been shown by God that there were 7,000 that had not bowed themselves to Baal. And here comes Elijah, and there's this young fellow over here named Elijah. And Elijah was in the field, and he was doing what? Working. Remember the word? He was working. See, God don't do nothing except for the people that are working. You got to be working. See, if you're working, then God got his eyes on you. Only those that are doing something for the Lord does God. I ain't talking about having church. That ain't what I'm talking about. Anybody can have that. It's too much of that now. I'm talking about those that are in the field of life working. Now, Elijah means the Jehovah is God. It's the spirit of the law. But here's this young fellow over here that's been working in your life, in the field of life, named Elijah, which means spirit of salvation. Jehovah is salvation. See the two. Two different things going on here. You've got one that's fixing to be taken out of the way. You got another one over here that's about to take the mantle and go forth with a double portion. Salvation is more powerful. Grace is more powerful than the law. You understand? That's why the spirit of the law only had a single portion. The spirit of salvation, Elijah, the God of salvation, received a double portion. You understand what I'm saying? So here's Elijah, and he comes, and this, this man is over here working. And it represents the spirit of salvation working in your life because he's there plowing. Hmm. And Elijah comes up 
And he takes his mantle. The word mantle means his splendor and his glory. And he takes it and he throws it and casts it over the spirit of salvation. And then he walks away, going on about his business. Mm. There was a shifting of the power that took place. You see? See, when you got saved, before you were saved, you were under the Jehovah law. But when you got saved, your power shifted unto grace. And grace supersedes everything. Because grace is the only thing that was able to fulfill the law. You're not able to do it. You could never do it. So we are not of those that are of the law. We are of those that are of grace. You see the difference? Because the power has been shifted. John the Baptist said, I must decrease while he increased. Elijah was taken out of the way, the single portion, the law, so that grace would abound with a double portion. Increase, increase. Somebody say increase. Because God wants to upgrade you. You got to understand that. Keep your mind on being upgraded. God wants to do a new thing in you. Now, it's in your hand, your destiny is in your hand as to whether or not you want to be upgraded or not. Because if you want to be upgraded, you got to stay in the ball game. Come on now. I say if you want to be upgraded, you've got to stay in the ball game. And if you want to be upgraded, you've got to be in the unity of the faith with us. If you want to be upgraded. Anything that's not in unity is in aggression and opposition to us. You understand what I'm saying? There's only one vision in this house, and that's the house that God has given me. And I have charted this house for over 10 years now. And I've never taken this house down the wrong road. We are in the world. We are in the world now. That's what we're doing. We're doing what God told us to do. Go ye into the set. So we know we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, right? Because he said, feed the hungry. Ain't that what he said? He said, clothe the righteous. Ain't that, I mean, clothe those that need clothing, right? He said, visit those that are sick, right? All right. He said, go and, and visit those that are in prisons, right? All of these things we're doing. Because in as much as you did it for the least of one of these, you also did it for me, my brother. So we know we're on track, right? If you ever want to know whether you're on track or not, look and see what your ministry is doing. See, it's one thing to talk it, but it's another thing to exercise it. You see? And a tree is known by the what it bow? But see, don't pay attention. We put too much emphasis on the, on the fruit and not enough interest, interest, emphasis on the tree. On the tree, you see? So we're looking at the fruit, but we need to be looking at the tree. And if we get the tree right, then the fruit going to bear. You see? Oh, you get the tree right, the fruit going to bear. You see? Because it's being nurtured from the root. Now, if you ever look at a tree, a tree 
The limbs on a tree fall off. Why? Because they get disconnected from the root. As long as it's feeding from the root, it's alive. As soon as you cut yourself off from where God has planted you, you die. You die. When you go on your own and do this thing your own way, you die. When you think you know more than the visionary of the house, you die. That's what happens because rebellion, the Bible says, is the sin of witchcraft. Does it not say it? In the book of 1 Samuel 15, 23. It puts rebellion in the... That's disobedience. That's running that mouth. It puts it in the same category as witchcraft. Oh, I'm going to preach the word. I'm going to preach it. I'm preaching. I'm not... Mm-mm. No, we got to get you right. You come here to get right, right? This is a hospital. This is where we get well at. Huh? Everything's sick in here. Everything, and, this, and the most sick is the one that don't know they're sick, who think they ain't sick. That's the sickest. Jesus Christ. You can't get well, go to the doctor. What's wrong? Ain't nothing wrong. Well, what you come to the doctor for? You got to tell Okay. So here's this, 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 this Elijah. And, and it says that he departed thence in verse 19 and found Elijah. See, the law runs up on the spirit of salvation, Elijah, who is the son of Shaphat, because Shaphat means he's the builder of the one who is to be judged. Dutton is not we the ones that's supposed to stand before the judgment seat of Christ? And it's, is it not salvation that's going to build us through the grace of God so that we can stand, so that we can be the ones built to be judged? Huh? So you see, you see the difference in spiritual teachings. You understand why I sit so long to get a word for you all? Because I want you to leave here with something that you can know and understand that, okay, I can eat on this, you see. If I don't learn number one line of this, I can take this and better my life in the spirit because that's what God is trying to tell us here, you see. So Elijah, which is the spirit of salvation, it was plowing mm, with 12 yoke of oxen before him. But he was at the 12th one. A lot, of, a lot of stuff going on in there. But I got to work something for here. Yeah, there's a lot going on in there. Let's go to Jeremiah. Notice he was plowing, all right, in the field, right? Go to Jeremiah, because I want you to see something. And if I don't finish this this week, I'll finish it next week. But I'm not going to rush this. I, I, I need to get this across to you. Go to Jeremiah 4, verse 3. And tell me when you get there. Jeremiah 4, verse 3. Everybody there? Look here. For thus saith the Lord to the men of who? Judah, which is praise, and to the men of Jerusalem, which is peace. He's talking to the church. Talking to the church. Those of us who are in praise and those of us who are in the peace of God, he's talking to us. He's not talking to somebody back then, no. He's talking to us. Aren't we praisers of God? Aren't we the peacemakers? 
Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God, and they're the ones that's going to see God. Ain't that the word? It says here, talking about plowing. It says, for thus saith the Lord to the men of praise and peace, Judah and Jerusalem. Break up your what? Fallow ground, plowing. And so not among the what? Thorns means sin. This fallow ground means the newly cultivated light in you. That's what God wants us to do. He, see, 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 Elijah, the spirit of salvation, was breaking up that newly cultivated light in us. That's why Jesus said in the book of Matthew, the fifth chapter, that we are the light of the world. And a light that's on a hill can't be hid. That's that light. See, as we break up that light that's in us through God's spiritual word, we ain't supposed to sow this word among the things of the world because that's the thorns. Break up your fallow ground. See, a lot of us, when we break the light, we come here, we get the light broken up in us, and then we sow what we heard from God back to the world. Do we not? Are we victims of this? Talk to me, church. Talk to me. Please talk to me. Just tell the truth. For once in your life, tell the truth. See, you think that the word of God is against you, but the word of God is for you. But we've been against ourselves for so long, so when we hear the word of God, and somebody that, if I would sit here and look at you and tell you to tell your neighbor and do all that, you do it, you spin around, you do all that. But I'm sitting you down here trying to teach you the word of God so that you can be a better person in him. And it takes a while for it to seek in correctly. Because you see, I told you, it's a newly cultivated light. See, we're breaking up fallow ground. And when we're breaking up fallow ground, we're breaking up new places in ourselves. And we can't sow the old into the new. You can't do it. It's a new day. It's a new challenge. It's a new word. It's a new revelation. God. It's a new dimension in God. And I'm going to tell you something. I told my baby, once you reach world status, you, you feel you belong there and you ain't going back. Now, whoever want to go with us, we're going. Amen. And whoever want to stay average, they stay there. But if you want to go, stay. If you want to go with us, stay. But we're going. In the name of the Lord, we're going. We're there and we're going even more. We're not turning around. No, ain't none of that. We ain't turning around nowhere. We're going forward. Look at this word, fallow ground, though. Go to Hosea. That's right before the 10th chapter. of. Uh, I mean, that's right before uh, uh, Daniel. Go to Hosea 10, 12. Are y'all following me so far? Hosea 10, 12. Like I say, don't get mad, get glad. 10, 12. When you're there, yeah, after Daniel. And if you got to use your, the front of your, your book, it's okay. I have to use it too sometimes. It's all right. We're not going to trip on that, okay? 
Take your time. Tell me when you get there, please. Still talking about this fallow ground. Watch this. 10, 12. Hosea. So to who? It didn't say so to your neighbor. It says so to yourselves. So what? And if you sow righteousness, you'll reap in what? Amen. Break up your what kind of ground? And that fallow ground is the newly cultivated light in you. Break it up. For it is time to do what? Why would God tell us that? Maybe it's because we haven't been seeking him right. Maybe we've been slack on the job. Don't raise your hand. God knows. Maybe we've been slack on the job, you know. Have you ever been trying to pray and couldn't pray? And you just don't? You just give up? Say, I tried on a later day. You know? And to seek the Lord till he come and rain righteousness upon did he say us or did he make it personal so in the beginning he said so unto yourselves get righteousness and seek him until he come and rain righteousness upon you he kept that thing personal he never took that thing to somebody else for you to tell somebody else this or that no he didn't do it he said you so I wish these churches TV land. I wish you preachers would stop this old stupid tell your neighbor and get a word from God so these people will live and not die. Yes, I said it, I represent it, and I will not back down on it. I'm saying it. I'm mad enough to back it up. The word of God tells us to seek him until righteousness rain down upon us. Not just trickle down, but rain down. Big difference.